will be this color today. <laughs> I think that looks real good. Thank I think if you God. want, I think there's a lot of bleed from the background, but I think a lot of that has to do with you have white walls, so you're getting a lot of splash. Whereas like I have like dark red walls, so there's like not a lot of light that's being cast back at me. Live Grog. Hello. <laughs> hey guys, we're just talking stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome back to the Zero Strategy Podcast. Uh, uh, we hope you're all doing well. I have no idea what episode number this is. 17? 18? Do this every time. I know. 18. Should have a list. I should have a list, but I don't. It's 18. It's 18. Okay. <laughs> episode 18 uh so i'm joined today by my wonderful co-hosts uh first of all we have the cyber project hello we have just grog hello we have sir humps hello and we have java monkey who's not here who's muted okay he's getting a drink drink from his bathroom apparently he's still on the shitter java's here so he's taking a huge shit you're gonna have to give him at least 10 minutes okay okay so as we usually do, uh, we start each week off with a, a brief catch up with everyone, see what we've been up, up to. Uh, obviously, I missed last week's episode, but um, I was watching. I enjoyed it. Um, sorry for not being here. Uh, first of all, Cyber, what have you been up to the last week or so? Well, I got told that I'm going back to work on Tuesday, so I've just been living in a, a mood of depression. Mm. Um, a normal holiday for me. Uh, I have a few YouTube videos ready to go. And then something completely contradictory came out. And I'm like, if I post this, it's just going to be old shit. So I'm not going to post that kind of stuff. Apart from that, playing a a lot of Warzone. Getting a lot better. Um, Not raging as much. It's always (laughs) good. Apart from that, that's it. I got a new ferret. Apart from that. Oh, yeah. Can we show the stream or is he he not there? Give me the ferret. (laughs) 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 Be like Uh, hammer, right? Ready? That's... That's going to be my new alert. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give me She's the not bring him. <laughs> Fair enough. Grog, what have you been up to this last week? Uh, this week's been kind of crazy. I haven't really streamed at all, in part because there's construction going on at the house. And in in short, my life is kind of uh, crazy. Flip, turn upside down. I'm moving to bed. <laughs> like, I, I was just trying to... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, West Philadelphia, born and raised. Um... No, things are weird right now. Uh, I'm supposed to go back to my day job uh, tomorrow for a brief period. And then um, the streams are just like kind of all over the place. But I think in like two weeks time, things will settle down and I'll be back to my usual. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Warzone, but mostly like I can't be in the house because there's construction going on. So I'm kind of like laying low Mm. uh, against my will. But yeah, I'll be streaming today, though. Nice. After the podcast. Do some Warzone. Is the construction yeah. still kind of due to be going on, or is it nearly finished? Nah, it's we're day three of nine. Oh, so yeah. Good. So hopefully by Friday. Yeah, that'd be we'll good. Be done. Awesome. All right, Anna Humps, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been uh, not sleeping a lot, uh, because I just like staying up. Really, <laughs> <laughs> it's super fun, and not my choice at all. Um, <laughs> but been playing some a lot of wars and getting back. Actually, been playing a lot of Destiny. When I, when we hop on Destiny, we've been doing uh, uh private matches, which I find a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, You've been doing those random loadouts too. The right? Random loadout private matches, they're super fun. Um, and people like to do that stuff. And I've noticed a lot of people do it, like Teddy, Iceman. A lot of people are yeah, um, getting on getting on that train as well. But um, 
No, uh, I've been off work pretty much all week, so I haven't <laughs> just been playing games and watching the kiddos and not a whole lot. I'm jealous of the uh, the stash of cheez its and Trulies though. <laughs> I just noticed that in the bottle. I'm like, I'm hungry now, goddamn. Uh, they're all empty. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Anna. My, my trash shelf. Java, sorry for Ned. starting before you were back. That's my bad. No, it's absolutely fine. <laughs> uh, what have you I'm been sorry, up to? This man went I'll to the bathroom. <laughs> right? well, because he doesn't have the face cam. I didn't know if he was back or not. Yeah, that's my bad. But um, yeah, what have you been up to since we last had you on the show? Uh, so my lease ended on my apartment, so I'm back home for the summer while I try and find somewhere else. So a lot of moving and everything this week, which was always good fun. Mm. Um, which is why I don't have my webcam on or anything, because I'm still getting everything set up properly in this corner of a downstairs office, but it's great, at least. Um, the weather's been lovely, so I got sunburnt. Um, and then I Same. guess this is also a podcast about video games, so I should talk about that too. Um, <laughs> more Final Fantasy, more Civilization. And I reinstalled Destiny this last week nice and you awkward moment i've also been playing destiny random role private matches i just have another chance you to play deleted with hubs. destiny java please tell I me there's an issue <laughs> tell me there was an issue and not just a weakness <clears throat> see i reinstalled destiny and i uh <laughs> I, um, shame Java. shame Java. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, yeah, yeah, I've actually been having good fun with that. Like it's been a while since I played it, and I think I needed a bit of a break from it. Um, yeah, no, I, I know you were that. talking about this earlier, Condi, about the lack of chase and stuff. Yeah. I'm very excited for September, but I've just been mm -hmm. filling the time with other games until then, and filling my hard drive space with other things other than Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what Java? Uh, Warzone. It's oh, a big game. Yeah, Warzone, <laughs> yeah, you almost need a, sep a, a complete separate hard drive just for Warzone. Not gonna lie, I bought a new um, SSD. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm gonna put Warzone on he got, it. He, he used his, his label printer, he's like, Warzone. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm in the same boat. My my hard drive's almost full, so I'm gonna have to start making some decisions. Yeah, the next season of Warzone is actually coming with a hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Special edition. I love it. <laughs> i love it uh, i mean i've been mostly the same like i've been back at work and it's been very very busy full on so i've not had as much time to stream uh either it's been a mix of Warzone and a little bit of destiny sprinkled in here and there um but yeah i'm kind of in the same boat as java a little bit where i'm just starting to be kind of kind of burnt out on it but um looking forward to september big time for it um hopefully this coming week i'm gonna be able to get some more games in with all you guys um hopefully i'm just a bit less busy but uh, we'll see uh so cool well we have a lot of topics to go through today uh the first one i want to get into is the whole situation with mixer so just to kind of give us a, a headline if you haven't heard mixer decided to close up shop they are going away uh 22nd of july i think they said uh, i believe so yeah right so that's the end of mixer and um they are basically attempting to merge into facebook gaming and they're trying to kind of push their viewers and creators over into facebook gaming to see um to to try and i guess sort of merge the platforms which has had some mixed uh results so yeah there's a few controversies about it um it's obviously a very tough situation but i wanted to kind of kind of dive into it a little bit um does anyone have any thoughts they want to lead with here 
Yeah, it's bullshit what Mixer done. <laughs> okay. Agreed. Let's I, go. I was told I was told before the podcast to go in hard, right? Literally <laughs> the 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 staff knew fuck all about it, right? They they were briefed twenty minutes before the actual announcement went out on Twitter. Twitter of all things. None of the partners got an email or anything. And ironically, I was just like browsing people's uh, Twitter feed. And somebody posted a live reaction. None of the partners knew at all. The only indication that they had that this wasn't bullshit was the fact that it actually came out from the official uh, Mixer website. Which is insanity. Because I think there was, I want to say around about 1,500 partners on Mixer. Imagine not telling 1,500 people that pretty much depend on your... Um, your service for either income, uh, whether it be full time or part time, or even just a hobby or an escape or anything like that. By the way, we're going to be closing in a month. See you later. That, that's the way the tweet came off. It's just it's in it's insane. It it was it was also equally shitty because not only were people, it's like dumping, it's like making an ex by dumping your girlfriend or boyfriend by texting them. Like, oh, like it's so fucking impersonal. No, you shouldn't do that, oh, Hums. Okay. <laughs> Take... Caitlin, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go over the notes. I, I, sent, I sent you those, those flashcards. Um, but also, I went back and I looked at it a second time before we started the show today, and the way they phrased it was also just so shitty. It says, Mixer partners, streamers, and community. Today, we've got some very big news for you. Yeah. Well, we've decided to close the operations of Mixer. It's like, oh, wait, hold the fuck on. Like, like, do you, you guys, like, aren't in the habit of writing, like, bereavement cards or something like, congratulations, your grandma's dead. Like, you know, like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Read the fucking room. Like, it's not very big news for you. It's like, we're sorry to report or, you know, like, it felt so cavalier, like, how they just signed off. And it's like... I don't know. It would be like if you were on the Titanic watching it sink and the captain's just like, well, see you, fuckers. And then just, you know, gets away in their helicopter. And you're like, wait, how did that happen? Why do we have helicopters right now? Like, I didn't think they were invented. Like, it's just so strange that they gave this, like, flip response to lead off what is otherwise, uh, a, uh, like, a nail in the coffin for some people. Because if they were already banned on Twitch sometimes for reasons that that were not really within their control because sometimes people got banned you know because of like silly corner case issues if that's the case then like where do they go you know like th this was this might have been their only reprieve uh their only platform to do what they do and to hear about it through a tweet that's like hey guys what's up like congratulations you're all fired like that's that's not <laughs> yeah who 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 did that who was their com like their uh their community uh like uh uh, uh like media partner that like managed that shit because that is just so tacky it, it was almost like the like the cousin of one of the employees was there and he's five years old we're gonna call him timmy right <laughs> timmy got a hold of the fucking keyboard and wrote that bullshit statement it's, it's insane but just to to highlight one of one of your points that you you just brought up some of the reason why people came to Mixer um, was they got banned off another platform, right? There, there was uh, one streamer in particular, uh, Lindsay Wood, right? 
she got banned from Twitch because she accidentally uh, showed some nudity on stream, whether it be YouTube or, or whatever, and she was permanently banned. So she moved to Mixer, right? She made a life on Mixer. Uh, she got partner very quickly from what I remember. And then Mixer goes and does this, and she doesn't want to go to Facebook, right? And she doesn't want to go to YouTube. So she had no other options. Luckily enough, she actually um, recorded a... Uh, like an apology video of basically saying, look, here's why I was I was banned on Twitch. Support, can you help me? And it worked, to be fair. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that... I, I don't want to, like... What's the word I'm looking for here? Like, say anything negative about her, but she's got a lot of movement when it comes to Mixer. She's got a huge community. If the smaller creators that only has, yeah. I don't know, let's say a, a certain amount of small followings... They can't do shit like this. They, yeah. They've literally forced them to go to no man's land, really. Yeah. If they don't want to stream on, on another big platform <clears throat> other than Twitch. There is... Now, did they say something, or do we know? Did Ninja and Shroud know beforehand? They have to have. We we, we yeah. so we can there's a lot of uh, a lot of little sort of intricacies I want to get into with this because there's tons of different things and angles to look at this. From what was reported and what seems to be fact, Ninja and Stride were approached by Facebook Gaming and offered a lot of money. Sources were saying almost double. I don't know if that's confirmed, but a lot of money to go to Facebook, and they both said no, which forced Mixer to buy out their contracts, meaning that they're free agents, but they got the full payout for their their term again sources were claiming it was something in the region of 30 million for ninja and about 10 million for shroud <clears throat> meaning around about that. meaning yeah. they're free agents now they can go wherever they want but they got their payout from from mixer from microsoft that's so th they have to have known because they would have had to negotiate their contracts and and try and get them onto um facebook gaming uh, I mean, as far as the internet seems to be concerned, those guys have come out on top. It really, if that is true, if that's the... It seems to be true, then those guys have really... They've come out of this, landed on their feet, you know? Um, they're not the ones that are going to suffer from this. It is obviously the smaller creators. Um, <clears throat> on the topic of... So again, I want to get into all of the different ones, but the, uh, to go at this in kind of in an order, you mentioned how... The way Mixer did it was really shitty. You know, they didn't give anyone warning. They just put a tweet, right? How... Just just to put a little bit of more... um, for, Pardon the pun, shroud onto that. Their <laughs> social media actually was under fire. Because I don't know if you've seen um, a tweet from... I, I forget his entire Twitter handle. It was Millie. He was an ex-employee from Mixer. He was from the African-American uh, community. And the he exposed a huge amount of racism from his, I believe, line manager. Um, so all, all of this was kind of going out. And there was a lot of partners, a lot of streamers, and a lot of uh, viewers of Mixer saying, you need to fire this person. And then I would say at a maximum five days later, that tweet came out. So it was almost like, that's your response? Yeah. Like, obviously, that decision is months, if not years, in the past. They, they had this game plan. They had that roadmap. If Mixer went south, this is what we're going to do. They, they would have had to have approached so many different lawyers, so many different heads of departments to, like, decide to go with Facebook Gaming. 
but the timing of it is just atrocious in my opinion yeah well what i wanted to ask was what would have been the right way to do it because i mean like you mentioned there was what 1500 partners how do they notify all those partners without leaks coming out without it spilling out and in their own way i mean they know that this is not going to be a popular um that's the thing is i i think you just you you notify people in due course and you just give an expiration date i mean like if you just say you know in the next four months mixer will be closing down you know like you can they could have been as secretive as they wanted to in terms of making these decisions behind closed doors and then ultimately just said you know due to circumstances that we are not able to disclose or due to financial you know shortcomings like we are going to shutter you know mixer and close it down and pass off the assets to facebook um and that and you know between now and and let's say you know august or november or october or whatever the date is like you know this is the this is the date that we're going to sunset things like you know give give people a window like there wouldn't be leaks you just you still have the announcement be sudden if you needed it to be sudden so as to like keep only the people in the know that you want in the know but like don't fucking tell them that it's gonna like close up shop in fucking july when it's the end of june yeah like i mean it's that's like if you go to work and you come home and you find the locks have been changed on your door and 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 your family doesn't live there anymore like (laughs) that that is just so fucking sudden you don't have time to prepare you don't have time to i mean for some people if this like if they have incorporated as an llc and like they've created a business around this like they're going to need to make you know changes and 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 preparations on their own so that they can either figure out how they're going to continue that individual business as a as a content creator or if they're going to like shutter their own personal side of things and then try to find a job you know locally like outside of the gaming industry um like it doesn't there's just no courtesy paid to anyone involved the only courtesy paid were to the people who knew about it and it doesn't seem like that was that was a precious few yeah um and that's just like morally bankrupt of them to do it um i don't think that mixer closing like mixer it sucks that mixer closed because as a platform like competition breeds innovation and and it would is it's a healthier environment to have twitch and mixer and youtube and facebook gaming all existing than having some of them go away mm-hmm. but the problem is is that i don't actually have an issue like if mixer has to close for whatever reason because of mismanagement because you know they have people at the helm who have you know like who are uh you know racially insensitive and you need a restructuring and that's the reason why you have to dissolve it fine if it's they're insolvent and they don't have the finances fine there's plenty of reasons why they would go under but but like billy said it didn't just happen overnight they passed all their assets off to facebook gaming but like didn't like facebook didn't buy them as far as i understand yeah so like like that's a strange turn of events like why why did mixer even feel like they were beholden to facebook for any of that like it's a microsoft company like so very weird that to me is bizarre and for them to like pass all of the assets so freely implies that this was in the works for a while so why the late notice that's just a dick move yeah there's there's Uh, so many there's so many different ways that um they they could have dealt with it in my opinion uh to give a a little bit of background to everybody listening i deal with contracts at, at my work on on a daily basis there's so many different types of contract that you can basically 
force people or willingly give them the opportunity to sign the contract where they cannot discuss the details of what's included within that contract because th there's a lot of like moving parts in, in a merger like this and one of them was that mixer partners would be migrated over to facebook partners i, I can't remember um, is it level up program or whatever it is they they could have had them sign that agreement and say look we're giving you seven days notice we're giving you 14 days notice a month's notice you cannot say a word if you do you forfeit x right it, it's it's insane that they did this without not telling a single soul including the staff 20 minutes before everyone else knew the the fact that obviously there's a lot of mixer partners that that lost pretty much everything they had mm -hmm. but what about all all of the staff members as well there's a lot yeah. of people that work for that company that just got shipped off yeah I, I personally don't know the details i don't know if they're moving to facebook <clears throat> gaming and if they're going to be migrated into different departments within microsoft but if if my boss told me in 20 minutes you no longer have a job with this department yeah I you'd would, be gutted i would not only be gutted but i would shit myself because yeah the 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 reaction in my brain would be how am i going to pay my bills how am I going to do this? What's my next move? And that's off to Lawsuit, the people that have... That's what the next move would be. <laughs> I don't even know if you... I, I, I don't it, know it the just depends. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. It, it, I would sue I, them if I could. It's a weird, like, big, like, multi-state, national company to, like that. Like, because, like, even, like, within our own country, like, America, like, being fired, it depends on the state. Like, South Carolina, it's an at-will state. You can be fired for no reason. Like you can come yeah. to work and can they be like, "You're done," and you can't do anything about it because that's what, that's just how this, that's just how the state is. So like, I don't know how it would work if they have to have a reason or if it was in their contracts. And I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's tough. It's it's definitely a shitty situation. Like so, my experience when I first read it you know i was obviously shocked and like i'll admit like i saw a meme about it and i kind of thought it was funny and i shared it and then i thought about it and i ended up deleting the the retweet because i i just thought like god it, it's I, my heart breaks for those people imagine twitch did that to us tomorrow you know I, yeah. I i wouldn't know what to do i would be devastated years and years of work um on a channel and, and on a platform to just be gone like it, it, the the my immediate response was like ah funny meme like you know the blue hair man went to mixer and now he's you know his platform's gone but it's like it's not funny like it's 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 really scary um and again if if twitch was to do that i know how devastated i would be and and you know my heart goes out to the the mixer community who are in this tough position now um my I think the next thing I want to mention is is obviously the the, the choice to partner with Facebook. Um, my experience of Facebook gaming is I have to say I'm not a fan of it. Uh, I downloaded the app and <laughs> like I looked it up and it, it it kind of you know recognized my Facebook account and it recognized sort of what games I would like. And I scrolled down and the first thing I come to is a stream and I'm watching it for a few minutes and then I realize this isn't live. This is a vod. Oh shit! This is the first thing they recommended me. A VOD. And I had to scroll through ad after ad after ad until eventually I found an actual live broadcast. 
and i just it blew my mind because it's not even obvious if it's live or not i, I was watching it for several minutes before i clicked like this isn't a live show that i'm watching right now why is the app telling me that i, I just i didn't like it i'm not a fan of facebook in general um but there are people i mean king Thalian moved to facebook Mm-hmm. which i think is an interesting choice because i don't understand yeah, why he thing. I was, wouldn't go back that threw me off um and he moved instantly he must have been like yeah that money's good i'll take it <laughs> i mean that's, I the, ass- only, that's the only I thing assume. i can think of because the i mean he had to experience like you facebook gaming like he I, I would imagine he would have gone as a user to see how it interfaced as for his audience and he probably was like this is garbage and they're like yeah well Here's a bunch of money, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So that was the we'll other thing. On that later. He just he got a new house last year. I mean, he's got kids. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. He's dude, got bills dude to pay. To... You know what I mean? Yeah, he's got I that mean, sick and, ass and... man cave to pay for. <laughs> and the thing is, like, can't can't hate on that. You know what I mean? Like, th- that is what. At no. a certain point, if this is your profession, like you you, let's put it this way: it's like if somebody said, "Hey, you know, we're going to be closing out your branch location, or you could take." you know, maybe a little, a small temporary bump in pay and we move you out to the other office. And you'd be like, so the options are lose my job or get some money and keep my job. Like, it's not a hard choice, you know what I mean? Like, no one's going to have to have a gun put to their head to be like, yeah, fuck it, you know? Like, if they're going to give me some money, I'm going to I'm gonna go for it. And maybe um, he's thinking that, of it, maybe he's thinking of it like uh, uh, the NFL does. National Football League, that's American football for you EU people. <laughs> Weird looking Never heard of that it. we play with. Yeah, it's it's a thing. It's Actually a, thing. a big fan. But like that's what happens. It, you know? Sometimes they'll like... be they'll get like free con- free agents. They'll be part of a big team, like he was, and then his something happens. His contract's out, and the free agents, and they won't get picked up in any of the big teams. So he goes to the Canadian League. He's playing there in the Canadian League for a little bit, and then when things brighten back up, come on back down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Absolutely. I mean, as chat was pointing out, we know like Goth has got friends on facebook gaming already which i guess is part of it um you know and i do wonder you know what will happen when his contract ends with facebook and see you know if he jumps over because again obviously mixer was a a sort of a side project for microsoft and i assume facebook gaming is kind of a, a branch of facebook um, and I guess there's no guarantees that Facebook gaming won't go away either. You know, they could turn oh, around sure. and close shop. Well, the thing is, statistically, they have grown considerably they have. over the last year. But I don't trust Whereas their numbers. Mixer, I don't trust their well, numbers, man. I don't know. I mean, there's all you always have to take like statistics like that on the merit. You know, it's obviously not Facebook that's pumping out these statistics. So let's let's assume that they did gain what was it? Something ridiculous, lot, like twenty yeah. percent. Over, over the space of a year, I think they went from like 2.5% all the way up to like 23 or something like that. In a year for a company to do that, if those statistics are correct, that means A, they're doing something right, or B, they've got a large audience bigger than Twitch and bigger than Mixer that a very small percentage of them are like slowly watching live streams, which we kind of know that that's true. I mean, like, the, uh, I hate to say this, but I'm gonna say it because it's my honest opinion. Facebook gaming seems like, you know, the the old gamers that like are sixty year old and they've, they've only played like the N64 and Facebook. Uh, me and Grog resemble that remark. 
I'm, I'm only a couple of years younger than you, but like that that's the 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 kind of pigeonhole that if you ask anybody that that's who it is. Whereas I don't think it actually is. You know, there's a lot of new streamers moving over to to Facebook. And they must be doing something right dude they i see be. every so often on my feed i'll get a promoted uh stream and i'll see i mean i don't want to throw any shade but like i saw a stream and it was just horrible like the overlays took up like about 70 percent of the screen and it was all like microsoft paint not even like in an ironic way like youtube instagram twitter with all the names the whole screen they're playing fortnite and they've got like six seven hundred viewers on facebook and i'm like how how i just don't get it like it's not an enjoyable watching experience from from my point of view as an outsider i don't know the community maybe that's the secret it just i know the app is not for me it, it's not intuitive it just it's confusing it takes too long to find a stream to watch scrolling through it on just the general facebook i see numbers that make no sense um and it just it blows my mind it's just it's a it's issues, very weird issues that I have with with Facebook is as everyone has said the UI is shit the the means by which you navigate through con like different content creators to find material is not great and as a couple of people in chat have pointed out Facebook is all about pushing ads um, Facebook when mm -hmm. it started out definitely was more content forward. Um, in terms of your timeline was linear, you if you followed something, you saw it as it happened, there was less promoted tweets. Facebook now, and I'm speaking in my own personal experience, Facebook is an excellent tool for pushing content, but it is not for pushing new content. It is for pushing promoted content. Facebook, by and large, it doesn't matter whether you're using it for personal reasons, just to chat with friends or family, or whether you're trying to follow like um, a particular business or company that's represented there, or in this case, Facebook gaming, there's so much ad related content that's being shoveled at you. Um, and that far and away is one of their, at least in my opinion, one of their primary interests right now, Facebook makes so much money off ads, but to counter that, it's not even just the ads that that bug me. Because I can I can deal with a pre-roll ad here and there. I can deal with seeing a promoted thing in the in the timeline and I just scroll past it. What bothers me is the fact that there is almost not a single year that has gone by that Facebook has not had a data breach of some sort. Mm. Um, if it's not if it's not there was a data breach in 2018, there was a data breach in 2019, and we're talking not like hundreds of records or thousands of records, but millions of records. And it's individuals' information that is being tied to their personal accounts. It's also people are grabbing information as it pertains to things they've liked. So, like, you're there is, I, I have very little trust in the security of Facebook um, as it pertains to my information. And the thing is, Facebook gaming doesn't really allow you to have like an online persona that is that distant from your real persona. So, if you have a if you've created a character or 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 uh, uh, an avatar that you sort of live behind as a streamer that kind of sort of goes away to an extent people will know more about you and for some people people won't care like some people are like, fuck it i don't care if you know what city i live in or fuck it i don't care if you know what school i went to but like especially for people who are are 
frequently targeted by trolls and abusers and stalkers, like this is really dangerous shit. Like you don't want more people being able to figure out like, oh, I figured out where this female streamer lives. Like people will do some creepy fucked up shit as we've already seen, mm -hmm. you know, like the, 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 you know, like gaming right now, the whole industry is going through a me too situation where, you know, individuals are coming forward to talk about like, um, you know, inappropriate, you know, like sexual or, or behavior or harass or physical harassment or threats. And like, I don't see that quieting down with anyone who's moving to Facebook. If anything, people are going to be able to find out more about you. And I don't, I personally don't like that. Um, but yeah, they're, they're pushing ad revenue as hard. And that's, that's kind of what they're all about. I just, I worry that they won't be fully committed to supporting their streamers by giving them the tools necessary to provide a, a quality viewing experience for their viewers and their subs. And instead, I feel like it's just, they're, I worry they will do the bare minimum to provide a framework where live views are possible. But again, they're not necessarily going to pull out all the stops and give you the bells and whistles that you'd like to have or people that people did have on Mixer, you know, and I think that's a shame, but. Yeah, <clears throat> totally agree. I, I saw a lot of uh, backlash on the initial tweets about people not wanting to go to Facebook. Uh, even on Cathalian's tweet about moving to Facebook, a lot of the replies were saying, I just can't bring myself to go to Facebook. I'll miss you, you know, and it's it's really sad. Um, I know a lot of the the worry is that, you know, Facebook encourages you to use your profile, which is obviously going to be displaying a lot of things like where you live and who your friends are and all this sort of stuff. And a lot of people don't want to do that. And then there's the argument, well, I could make another Facebook account just to watch. But like, like what is the, it's just making viewers jump through more and more hoops to be able to have a, a, a quote unquote safe viewing experience. Um, it's, a very odd move to partner with with facebook and i don't know who else they could have went with because i don't think youtube would have had any interest and twitch as their sort of mixer's biggest competitor probably wasn't one that they were going to be doing with but i mean this is potentially a huge win for twitch they can get a lot of the big mixer talent back on their platform which they already have started doing they've started giving partnerships to a lot of deserving individuals mm -hmm. um it's to me, I have kind of a biased opinion on this because I was obviously on, on Mixer uh, before January. There are a lot of partnered streamers that came from Mixer and are now partnered, partnered on Twitch that had a lot of controversy around their statistics. And, I mean, I'm not going to dive too much into it, but I do find it incredibly supportive on twitch's behalf that they are allowing mixer partners to move over from a completely different situation and environment and give them the opportunity to be a, a twitch partner on on their platform but to me with the amount of viewboarding and potentially embedded uh like views on a lot of mixers streamers to me, it, it blows my mind that there's there's a lot of people that are slipping through the cracks and are becoming Twitch partners. Um, but on the other side of that, there's a lot of people that fucking deserve it. Mm -hmm. You know, they they've been on it since since Beam. Um, if people didn't know what Beam is, it was Mixer. Um, they rebranded to Mixer, 
So I, I believe that's been going on for what, maybe seven, eight years, uh, if you just class Mixer as, as one entity. Um, they've built up huge followings. Uh, there was Jared uh, FBS, who was one of the, the OGs on Beam. He had something like 500,000 followers on Mixer. So they, they have retrospectively built a huge community on these other platforms and they are bringing it across to to Twitch. But and maybe I mean we don't know that we don't know all the details with that partner to partnership type thing. Yeah. There could well, very well be there could be very well be a probation period. You know what I mean to where they're like you are a partner, here's your partner status on Twitch. However, you have 6 months to prove that, you know, you can maintain the partner status and specifically for those view botter uh, ones that might slip through the cracks. Twitch is pretty good at finding people that view bot. So yeah. after that six month period, they're like, "Well, your numbers are great. However, we find that you're view botting, you know, half your viewership type of thing." I would agree with that, but there has been quite a lot of um, people uploading the entire email that they've got, and it literally is the exact same as every other partner on Twitch. Hmm. It's the exact same. I mean, that's just the email, though. I mean, you don't, because I mean, they might have. I do I see where you're coming from. I mean, we just don't email know. saying like, "Hey, congratulations, your partner, your partner." I mean, there's there's more to that, right? I mean, yeah, I haven't seen it, but I mean, I imagine there's an actual contract you have to go through, and you know, they're not going to post the entire contract on there. Yeah, I would imagine it's exactly the same as the affiliate contract that you have to go through. Well, it's not yeah. really a contract, but you, like agreement, terms of service agreement. Yeah, yeah. Um, the thing is, it's I don't think it can necessarily be a bad move on Twitch because if there are people that were were, so. were view botting and, and things, if that scenario happened and they got partnered, they're not gonna come over and have instant success, you know, on this other platform. Most likely, um, no. the I think the interesting thing is the people who, as you sort of alluded to earlier, that were banned on Twitch and moved over to Mixer. Um, a couple of notable people. Um, there's one guy. Ice, if you know who that is, who has nah, who's that? Uh, Ice Ice Poseidon, I think his name is, or <laughs> Ice know. Poison. Now I don't follow him much, but I keep up to date with any like sort of news things. And f obviously, he was banned on Twitch. There was a lot of controversy around all that. But from what I've heard, he's actually built a fairly positive community on Mixer, mm -hmm. and has now released a video trying to get Twitch to give him another chance. Um, and I think it just shows because obviously there is the option to go to YouTube or to go over to Facebook, but people are desperate to get back onto Twitch. Um, and obviously there's going to be a big influx potentially of, of broadcasters and viewers, hopefully, that are going to be moving back to the platform, um, which is a very, very good thing. Um, it is just obviously these, uh, the, the, the sort of the ninja shroud issue is still up in the air because they as far as i know have not confirmed exactly where they're going to be going um i don't know if they're are they still streaming on mixer currently uh, i don't think shroud has i do know ninja had like a, a farewell kind of this is going to be the last one in a week or so okay um shroud did change his, his twitter bio um it now just says youtube whether that's that's a clue or he's just changing it where that's where his content is currently. Where his content is. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Because um, he already has a channel over there. In my mind, it makes so much sense for Shroud to come back. Shroud was was not doing badly on Twitch before he left. You know, he was doing 
like he dropped seventy five percent of his viewership when he moved to Mixer. Now, if you look look over the holiday period, uh, roughly he had the same amount of, of viewers in the first week to two weeks. After that, he dropped roughly around about seventy five percent, including Ninja, mm -hmm. of, of his actual viewership. In my eyes, Shroud left on good terms with Twitch. Yeah. You know, he, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he had a business decision. He said, I'm going to get X amount of money here. And my VODs are going to be better quality. I can make better content. And, and this is the best move for me. The reason why Ninja left, reportedly from his, um, his wife, was he wasn't on good terms with Twitch. He didn't like the way that they were running things, uh, predominantly on his own personal brand. He, he couldn't expand the way that he wanted to because Twitch was trying to hold him back. Yep. Um, so he left on such a negative note and then you had all this controversy where there was actual porn being streamed on his his account yep and then well correct me if it I'm was wrong, recommended literally no it was on his account somebody hacked no, somebody hacked his channel sorry yes there's yes, another instance somebody, yeah. where it was recommending um yep. top streamers and somebody was also streaming porn and it was recommending it yep. yes a lot of a lot of stuff like that <laughs> And then on Correct. top of that, he was the only individual when they moved from Twitch to Mixer or to another platform the where they, <laughs> yeah, they, they put up, they put up the, uh, your streamers in another castle, like, and they, they didn't have a bunch of his content available. Like he was the only person that they actually treated differently yeah. in terms of how his profile page was displayed in his absence. Um, and, and when, um, because uh, Ninja made the move first and then Shroud. But when Shroud made that move, they didn't do the same thing to his account. Because uh, there was some, there was that initial blowback about, you know, he was unhappy with how his page was maintained in his absence, and they didn't make any changes to anyone else who left. So they gave um, him a goodwill video as well. They didn't do yeah. shit for, for Ninja. Yeah. Well, he was the golden child. It hurt when he when he left. You know. I mean, yeah. it, it hurt when Ninja left as well because he had what fifty thousand. Uh, active subscribers yeah Some, uh, it might even be more and if you look at doc today he has roughly what is it 40 ish yeah None. well yeah we'll get into that <laughs> yeah let's say as of a month ago he had roughly around about forty thousand. yeah so like even his numbers today when you look at the the lockdown period and the whole um covid19 there's a lot more eyes on twitch and even they can't break his numbers from a year ago. Mm -hmm. So it, in my mind, obviously, Mixer's completely shutting down. There's a lot of genuine people that have built up huge communities and are deserving of Twitch partners. Shroud and Ninja, if they come back to the platform, I think that would be a huge success for them and for us. You know, there's a, there's a lot of people from Mixer that will watch their style of content and not go to Facebook Gaming or YouTube. But I just don't see it happening with Ninja. I really don't. With no. Shroud, yes. But the way everything went down with Ninja, no. I just yeah. don't they're, they're taking their time. They're, they're sorting out their contracts. I think the important thing is that we as a platform, uh, I don't know how prevalent this is, but I've certainly seen a little bit of the sort of platform wars, you know, people, oh, Twitch is better, oh, Mixer's better, whatever, right? I think the important thing is that we need to just not do that, understand that these people have like lost their, their home in a sense. A, a lot of these communities are, yep. you know, are hurting and we need to, 
as a platform welcome them in um and because like we're all totally we're all just playing games we're all just watching streams it's the same thing um and you know the the idea that a mixer streamer could come over here and and get um any kind of negativity from from twitch kind of fucking sucks right like that sucks obviously there's a lot of twitch that you know there's a large negative side to twitch when you've got numbers of a certain size it's just going to happen but i think particularly with these smaller creators you know people our size again i would be heartbroken if twitch just disappeared tomorrow it's years of work just gone um you know we need to be welcoming them i had a mixer streamer come into my chat today you know and, and talk a little bit about it it's uh it's it's you know it's it's horrible um cyber i have a question for you on a scale of one to ten how glad are you that you moved over a few months ago i would say a 10 right? <laughs> <laughs> low ball it in but the previous week i would probably say a two yeah and that's not not with my content it's a lot of my friends that have moved over um because they were forced to yeah uh, there's a lot of amazing content creators with families and and responsibilities that they just had no idea what the fuck they were gonna do but there was a lot of people that unfollowed me on a lot of social media when i moved to twitch and now they're on twitch so i'm gonna take the high <laughs> road on that one and say welcome because i genuinely fucking mean it yeah absolutely so there's another point i had i guess what sorry go ahead Grog. uh i mean all i was gonna say is that like it it's while we're speculating over like where will these people go what decisions will they make for many i think that they'll probably look at twitch as the safer bet than facebook youtube is oh, established yeah. so youtube is is probably also a safe, safe harbor anyone going to facebook again is just casting a net seeing what they catch and and hoping that it doesn't go away in a year um i think that's probably uh what is going through the minds of a lot of people who move to facebook i i think that playing devil's advocate because again i think this is this is kind of a trying trying to find the silver lining in a sh shitty situation and and again i don't think it it's the right take but i think that in some way this is going to be the best thing that happened to twitch uh, it's only going to solidify and strengthen Twitch. And again, I'm not condoning the way Mixer went out and the fact that Mixer went out because I think they should have been around. I think it's it will be it will have been healthier for the industry for Mixer to still be alive today and next year and the year after that. So I think that they should have figured out whatever was wrong. They shouldn't have necessarily scrapped it the way they did. And I think that the way they did it was. Um, immensely disrespectful to the staff who worked at the company as well as the the um streamers who who you know made up their uh, workforce but it will be good for twitch it can't not be good for twitch because right now the compet the the competitor the competing market has shrunk um and they are and not only has it shrunk but they are absorbing the workforce from their competitor yep. a huge um, amount of eyes a huge yes. amount of eyes it's it's insane and so right now, Twitch is going to be in this tightrope walk of trying to not fuck up and, <laughs> and avoid any controversy on their part. It's already because, happening. Right, it's already <laughs> happening. It's already happening. But but like from from a financial standpoint, 
this is great because more more people migrating over means more viewers come over more viewers come over means more uh, pre-roll ad you know viewership that means more pennies in people's pockets that means that you know as long as they have the infrastructure to to accommodate the streamers because again we're also talking like server space we're talking like twitch just can't double its size overnight without also having to spend money on itself because you can't just add a, a, a huge influx of streamers without needing to make sure that there's space to store their vods to store their clips to um, you know manage the buffering for you know like all of their their content it's going to cost twitch money as a result even though they're going to gain money um i think in terms of like in industry clout they've only gained mm -hmm. you know like they've only improved in that regard um i'd be really interested if there was like a shareholders call or something to be in on it to to see how much money they are bringing in versus how much money they are also expending to maintain this new influx of, of um, content creators because uh, it's not without a cost but um the shitty silver lining take because again i hate to say it but i think this is this is good for twitch it's also good for anyone who's already on twitch yeah um because it just again is another piece of cement in the foundation and will only make the platform stronger financially which then also means that people who are already here are less knock on wood less likely to be in a situation as the mixer partners and mixer you know affiliates were when they got did dirty by mixer um yeah and and that is a a bad take but an honest one and i hate i hate feeling <laughs> that but like yeah no you you are correct because if you look at the state that the world was in uh just a week ago with all of the the me too movements uh the black lives matter uh, every everyone wants to try and stand together, and even though it was a hugely shitty thing that Mixer did, I personally don't think it was a bad time to happen. In respect for the actual partners, now if you look at everything that happened with them, you know they obviously didn't know what was what was going on. The lost the the communities essentially all that kind of stuff. But there is a huge amount of people that have went come here. Like, I am going to welcome you, and I am going to support you. Like, uh, Harris Heller done a 24-hour stream where he gifted a shitload of subs to Mixer Partners. And he raided them and hosted them and, and just, like, kept the spirits up and supported the shit out of them. Can you imagine us being in that kind of position six months ago? Because I, I don't think it would have happened. I think there would have been a lot more backlash. Um, people are very me and, you know this is my twitch and go away whereas now we're all more in the mindset of we need to support each other sense of charitability yep. yeah and it, it it's a shit thing that happened but i personally think that if it happened any other time they wouldn't have been more successful and yeah i agree with that because i mean especially like you said like with everything that's been going on lately I think a big focus on specifically with, you know, people we know on Twitch and just Twitch in general and social media in general is a sense of, you know, we are a community and we should act as such. Yep. And with people coming, new people coming in, instead of saying, get your own shit, this is our thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're a community. Welcome. Let's do this together type of thing. That's the best we way to do it. And all that stuff. Yeah. I, I guess I just want to kind of, 
you know, look at this in another way and, and say, like, what did we kind of learn from this whole thing? Because, I mean, a year ago, there was discussion of, well, I'm a brand new streamer. Should I start on Twitch? Should I start on Mixer? Twitch is, you know, more established, but it's going to be more difficult to grow. Mixer might be easier to grow. You know, what lessons can we take away from this moving forward, do you think? From a streamer or just as a as a streamer, community? If you're, if you're a streamer, and we're not talking thousand viewers 10,000 viewers you know you're a, a, a sort of growing Ten. streamer yeah right <laughs> what 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 can we learn from this in, in my uh, personal opinion yeah. never never trust the community always research the company because even like it must have been three or four hours before that that mixer tweet came out there was there was somebody in the mixer community that was a diehard person and no matter what mixer would be around until the end of time and you know you believe them you thought I, I believe you you know um and then look what happens in my opinion research the company's values moving forward and then choose make that your your basis on, on moving forward I'm, I'm very business orientated just because of my my background and my work but you have to find somewhere where you're gonna fit in, and you actually think there is a huge amount of longevity for you in in that that kind of business model, that space. Don't just go where everyone is, because I mean, look at uh, King Gathalian. He decided not to come back to somewhere where he's hugely established, and he decided to go somewhere where a not a lot of people go there, and oh, sorry, right now. People in his community decided, I'm not going to support you because you're going somewhere else and I don't really fancy going there anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's it's going to be a very interesting space over the next five to ten years because the amount of established people like Ninja and Shroud who have literally just made, if, if the reports are true... Thirty million in less than a year for doing what they were already doing. It's enough to make you sick. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy for him. I wish it was me. Did did, did any of you catch the clip of Tim the Tatman reacting to that? No. Where he was just, he was just no. someone like, says, "Are you regretting the uh, the not moving to Mixer?" And he just kind of looks in the camera for a while, and he's just like, you know, that's kind of that's that. There was, there, was a, there was a donation message, and it basically read like, "Oh, are the talks still on on Mixer?" You know, like, "Are you regretting moving over to them?" And he just kind of slumped in his chair, and he was just like, "Thanks for your donation, dude." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, after the whole oh, thing yeah. got announced, I mean, I think Summit was immediately tweeting, like, stop smiling so much. Yeah. John, <laughs> yeah. Shroud. That's my yep. I mean, because, I mean, that kind of money, I mean, people were like, oh, where are they going to go? Where are they going to go? They don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> exactly. They could just retire. They could just chill, man, and just, like, I don't know, just do whatever they want. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they could go to Turks and Caicos for, like, a year and just <laughs> fucking chill. Like, they don't, they don't, they're fine. Like, yeah, we're streaming on MySpace now just to fuck around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we uh, rebooted Friendster, and we're going to yeah. start Friendster gaming. <laughs> it was reported that Shroud would make roughly around about $1.8 million uh, per year on stream, and not including donations and bids, right? So if you look at it on that kind of respect, and if $10 million is the correct number, potentially for the next five to however many years he really wants to stretch that money out, he doesn't need a stream anymore. But we know he will because he fucking loves it. Yeah. So he he's literally taken that that pocket of of cash and went. 
I'm gonna put this here for a minute. Let let me buy a mansion later on. I'm I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. And can you imagine the the influx of people that will support him when he comes back? The hype is gonna be insane when he comes back. Yeah. I I think for me, like looking at all this and and my takeaway uh to address your question, Condi, is I, I, I feel like I connect strongly with the comment made in chat by the Terp. Um, diversify where you have content. It's a thing that I'm not doing enough of right now, and it's a thing that I, I should be doing. And I think, honestly, it's a, it's a smart thing. I mean, if you think about, you know, um, you know, people who are investing their retirement um, and putting it into, like, say, the stock market, they're putting it into, like, a blue chip fund. Like, they're, like, they're, 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 putting it into a mutual fund, which is basically somebody else saying, Hey, we're going to take care of your money for you. We're going to spread it around through some of the best, you know, uh, 500 companies on the New York stock exchange. And you're going to see probably this expected return on it over time. Because honestly, that is the smarter thing to do than be like, Oh, I heard about a new company and I'm going to throw all my money in it. Like if you, I don't know what that voice is, uh, or who they are, but <laughs> if you, um... Prospector Grog, right there. Prospector! Yeah. flashbacks. <laughs> but if you, if you put all your eggs in one basket, I mean, to, to borrow a really tired expression, like, you, you're risking a lot. One stumble, and it can all come apart. And, um, and I think that having a foothold in a few different platforms, um, and, and and leaning into their strengths. Obviously, YouTube is about asynchronous content. It's about putting stuff out there that is meant to be watched, not in real time, ideally, because uh, the bulk of the platform is you have a channel, you have subscribers that are going to be notified when you upload a new video, and they're going to digest it when they want to. Having that there to, uh, to satiate people when you're not streaming is perfect. It makes sense. Like, that's a way to diversify. And if, if Twitch went to shit tomorrow and YouTube doesn't, then you have something to fall back on. Um, yep. There's there's plenty of routes that people could explore um, to to just I don't know keep their hand in the industry while still mainlining one platform, but but at least having enough contacts that you leave yourself the the opening for later. Um, I just I don't know. I think p the fact that anything can go away at any time is is a, is very real and it's a thing we don't like to think about we don't like to think about it when we cross the street or when we buckle up into a car you know but i mean like everything can go away in the blink of an eye uh not just with your job and it's difficult to plan for that because you, how, how can you yeah i mean no one if you had pulled every single person who was streaming for mixer and said do you think mixer is going to disappear by the end of the month people would have probably laughed People, pro I mean, most people probably say, why? Like, based on my experience in the last month or based on my metrics for the last year, like, things are going great and, like, I'm, I'm seeing growth in my community. Like, for some people, if if you asked them that question, it wouldn't have made any sense because from their perspective as, as an individual content creator, they may have seen their numbers go up last month. They may have seen more donations, more embers, you know, contributed to their channel. They may have had an, a, a banner month. It could have been their best month ever. And then you say, well, you know, it's going to disappear. Like the whole platform is going to be gone in two weeks. And they'd be like, really? No, I, ha, why? Like they wouldn't have any reason to believe that. 
Twitch could do the same tomorrow. Jeff Bezos could just say, you know, fuck it, we're gonna we're gonna collapse that side of Amazon, and it's just not worth our investment. Hundred percent. That would be bizarre, um, but I mean, like, it's possible. I don't. It's possible, but but also I somehow don't see it happening because at least my take on Jeff Bezos and Amazon is they like to money. To, they like to, they like to make money. Yes. But they're also they like about investment. Yeah. They like reputation investments. Jeff Bezos bought the Washington Post. That was a big deal when it happened. And that is not a deal that was a small, no small thing. Washington Post is an incredibly reputable news organization. Um, they are up there with the New York Times, and they are, and they have a long history of journalism. And if they also just went under overnight, that would be disastrous for like you know uh, a big swath of of, of con uh, contemporary American journalism. And I don't think it will happen because again. He wouldn't have bought the company if that was gonna if he saw that as a as a potential. I think that Amazon likes to reinvest in itself over and over again, and it's my understanding that one of the things they do, even though they make money hand over fist, is that they do reinvest back into the company and they expand, and it it means that they become this like all all encompassing octopus that just has its tentacles and everything, but at the same time. They just keep reinvesting in their foundation over and over and over again. I personally don't think that Twitch is going to go under tomorrow or next year or five years, but it could. Yeah. Um, and even though you, your gut tells you one thing, you know, reality is that everything could disappear tomorrow. I mean, fucking Yellowstone could erupt and we're all dead. Like, who <laughs> fucking knows? Hey, there's a supernova out there somewhere that's going to wipe out a large chunk of the galaxy at some point. Yeah. The most Planet X. Planet X is going to be here by 2040. Oh my god, right. Well, <laughs> happening. I, 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 Lions got the year wrong. As, as, long, as long as Cyberpunk comes by November, I'm fine. <laughs> I, don't I don't even care. I just want Cyberpunk. <laughs> I, I totally agree, and I think the, the thing to take away is that nobody is uh, immune to this. I mean, Microsoft, you would have assumed, has the money to just keep go Mixer going as long as they want. They made the decision. That was strange. You know, um, I and mean, there, there is talks that they did keep it going for a lot longer than it should have because of the the investment from that sister company. They tried to, to they tried to buy community. That's what they did. You know, they bought these big streamers in the hopes that that would bring over plenty of eyes and make their return on their investment. It, it, it did, but it didn't work the way that they wanted it too because a large amount of ninja and shrouds following came over they did see that initial influx and then it just kind of plateaued oh yeah there. they are running a high squad s tier squad of statisticians and analytics and they're run they're crunching and running numbers all day every day yeah. and if they came to this decision it was because they're like the leg is cut off it's bleeding or you know it's damaged necrosis has reached we just need to cut it off the way they did it was absolute garbage, as we've discussed. Yeah. Absolutely. No, no bedside manner at all. None whatsoever. Yeah. They're like, eh, uh, sorry, we're going to let your grand go today. Out. And then they just unplug <laughs> the, the cord from the wall. Just like, oh, by the way, no. we did that this morning. <laughs> no. Sorry, we we forgot to tell you we were letting grand go. Yeah. Uh, but I think the important thing, as you mentioned, is, is really to, you know, be aware. Because I, 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 a lot of streamers and a lot of these, like, Twitch um, coach help things have always kind of in my experience been saying 
maybe it's good to be on a new platform because if that platform blows up and you're one of the original people on there you could be in a really good position but you have to weigh that against what happens if you do grow and the platform disappears right make content for other platforms it's one of the reasons i've focused so hard on youtube over the last few months because that way if twitch does go away tomorrow i have some semblance of an audience on youtube that i can focus my energy into in the meantime right i'm not left with nothing right i, I think that's very very important um and it doesn't have to be youtube it could be you know in discord it could be in in twitter you know just making sure that you're diversifying outside of twitch uh, again as grog said don't put all your eggs in one basket this has shown us that that basket can disappear right um with with making me hungry with next to no notice i know i know <laughs> um unless we have anything else to say on that i want to briefly touch on the next topic and then we did have some questions in chat i want to kind of quick fire through um what, there was one quote by uh blink 182 <clears throat> that i want to just kind of back up there and i don't know if people in chat know what this is What's my age again? Blink. I don't understand how that relates. Blink one eight two. Fuck mixer. I think there's a lot of people that associate with that that quote now. Oh yeah, they, when they played they a TwitchCon on TwitchCon, and everybody was on uproar. And now the amount of times that I fucking see that from Mixer people, it warms my heart because they are like, <laughs> "Fuck you, Mixer." <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, speaking of all the conspiracy theories and stuff, you've probably yeah. heard that um dr disrespect has been banned on twitch uh dr what? disrespect when if you if you don't know one of the absolute biggest streamers on the platform um both in terms of viewership sub count all those sorts of things uh has been banned it, it seems like yes it's permanent uh a lot of uh conspiracy theories are flooding the internet right now um we don't have an official set answer yet but I just wanted to briefly talk about our thoughts on it. Um, the only the only concrete thing that anyone has at all about anything is he's gone, it's permanent, and he's tweeted that he is claiming he doesn't know what it's about, and that's it. And Twitch has also um, tweeted, or actually they issued a statement um, via their website uh, that they said that he violated uh, terms of service as per a contract that he had mm -hmm. and it doesn't go into what the, what the terms of service was it doesn't state whether it was a terms of service specific to partners or affiliates or any you know like if it was something that encompassed everybody on the platform but he, he had a breach of contract and something within that contract is why he is no longer on the platform and that's it but all the the, the talk of like these secret platforms that might have existed or you know uh people he might have cheated with yeah. like all, none of this is substantiated like none of it um a lot of it is interesting makes for good commentary but i mean we basically the only thing we know is we know nothing um, and the thing the thing is because like two of the big two conspiracies one of them being some sort of revolving around the person he cheated around so and i think most at least all of us are hoping that's not the case because uh, that would be a super shitty and B can mean a lot because so two, two, two. So we have that one. And then we have another big one is him shout and ninja or making their own streaming service or something partnering <laughs> with Google slash Spotify, something or whatever. Yeah. What is it called? Brine, Brine, that whatever. theory came out of a post on 4chan of all fucking places. Right. So, yeah. so you know, take you know, that for what it is with a, with the mm. huge bucket of salt. So, I mean, yeah. it's like, but those are the two ones I think. And both of those 
are from supposed Twitch, Twitch insiders. members, staff members. So it's like they could they couldn't be on opposite more opposite side of the spectrums in terms of like these are the reasons why. So like it just leaves up everybody for like oh shit. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean honestly it's it's very difficult. Um I personally have been someone that's watched the doc for a long time and kind of look up to the way he runs his streams. I mean his his production value on Twitch is insane. Uh and it's i was of the opinion that the longer we go without hearing anything the the worse it's going to be uh and i really hope from the bottom of my heart it's nothing um you know terrible but the fact that we still don't know if it was a small thing we would know by now um but there is a lot of people just kind of poking at it and doing really vague tweets and we have no idea because He's right now shit, the internet is ravenous for information so people can make these tweets and just get a lot of eyes on their tweet it's like oh hey by the way you can follow me on my channel like yeah. that's how the, that's how they all are <laughs> and it's it's amplified in part too because of what of events that have happened in the last two weeks with um people like uh uh, Act of Bunny Fufu being banned and um, like Lono uh, Say No to Rage being banned. Like uh, there are people who, because of their, you know, sexual misconduct, you know, are being stripped of their platform. There's already, I mean, the, effectively from a news perspective, blood is already in the water, right? Like there is already a lot of juicy material for people to, to just recycle over and over and over and, and, and pull apart and, and, like and and that stuff needed to happen but like now like we've got uh, a big bit of drama a huge chunk of juicy drama and there's no information and people are fucking losing their minds like refreshing yep twitter like constantly me too um i, I couldn't it's <laughs> i mean at least like when 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 things were happening a couple weeks ago you'd hear you'd hear someone come out and speak about it and then somebody else would corroborate and other people would say like you know, yeah, um, we were aware of these things that happened at Guardian Con, like, but because of the parties involved, they didn't want to share it at the time. You know, we we didn't either. And, you know, you, you, all these things are bubbling up to the surface. For this, the only thing that's bubbling up to the surface is theory. There's no one saying with complete and total affirmation, like, yes, this is what it was. Mm -hmm. um, the, all of them are so far whispered down the lane. Well, I've heard from a source or I've heard from an insider. When we had... Um, streamers both both men and women opening up about the sexual abuse and misconduct that was happening towards them over decades uh within the gaming industry they weren't saying oh from a source they were saying this happened to me yeah. you know this happened mm -hmm. to someone i know you had you know people saying like i distanced myself from this person because of events that happened several years ago that i didn't divulge at the time and i apologize for that like we're not hearing that now we're hearing I heard from somebody. I know. I know a guy or a gal, and it's like I can't talk just... about it. I can't say why, but I know. Yeah. 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 With, Follow my like... Twitter, so when I do, maybe say, but probably won't, because I don't know. You'll find out. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. With with everything that's going on in the world, and like obviously, Doc is a cornerstone in this industry. You know, arguably, he like paved the way for a lot of streamers. He is basically put streaming on the map you know he, he's going to be making a, a tv show he's uh repped by um a, a company i forget the name but they rep huge names like george clooney you know he he's he's massive 
And the fact that a lot of people are using this as a, as a way to get their Twitter engagement up and, and get followers and all that kind of stuff. With everything going around the world, where we've already talked about, you know, we have to stick together and not be shitty humans. My hot take, if you don't know, shut the fuck up. It's like, stop adding fuel to the fire. Stop being a shitty person if you don't know. And just let it let it come from somebody who is actually going to spit or the facts. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Or somebody who knows. It's like, stop being a shitty human and just leave it alone <laughs> and let it come out naturally. Yeah. You know? Like, that's my hot take anyway. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. I, I see way too many, like, with everything that's been going on lately and every... Every hor horrible story that's been coming out and, and people just lying about shit as well. You know, it, it discredits a lot of genuine interactions that happening on these platforms. And when shit like that goes on, it just, it ruins the progress that everyone's made. It's, oh, it, it drives me nuts, as you can probably tell. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, obviously, <clears throat> here's the thing, it's, it's, don't believe anything that you're everything that you're reading uh there's a lot of wild wild conspiracy theories out there uh, and unfortunately like cyber saying it's being perpetuated by some of these larger people on social media that are you know pushing this narrative because it's a big mystery it's a game it's it's not a game right something's obviously happened um we don't know what it is we can't pass any judgment until we know what it is um and I just kind of wanted to address it because it felt weird if we didn't even talk about it in terms as, of Twitch. As, as Suki Su pointed out in chat, we don't even know like the extent to what it is. Like, I mean, a lot of people are saying, oh, there's got to be some sort of sexual misconduct. It, We don't know that. He could have just like, he could have broke his contract with Twitch by like signing a, a, a an endorsement deal with someone. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yeah. we, we have mm. no idea. It could be something really fucking boring taxes like, it doesn't have to be yeah. yeah taxes it doesn't have to be salacious i mean i think that's where a lot of people's minds are going but it, it doesn't it it need not be like horrible and nefarious could be could be really fucking dull yeah you know but yeah well like a long window of silence like this and so much just everything being like silent across the board like my mind immediately goes to something just contractual like i know there's yeah. a lot going on that could be exciting but yeah as you say it could very likely just be he broke this term of this contract or this of that. Yeah. And well, especially for the partner streamers, where you get into all of these like minutiae where they know the inner workings of Twitch better than most streamers do. Twitch works more intimately with them. There can be these little things that will just be like, that's the end of the contract. That's it done. If you look very closely at the definition that Twitch put out, it said he broke terms of service on X, right? And when you when you research the um the agreement that they they're actually referencing. Nowhere in there is like this this like if if you're accused of sexual assault or misconduct, you're gonna be banned from the, the platform. People jump to conclusions way too fucking quickly. And like Grog says, it could be something as simple as he played something on his stream that he shouldn't have, he signed something that he shouldn't have, or he's now potentially entering into a business venture that twitch says no you can't fucking do that well it, it, it could be as small as that especially because he signed this exclusivity deal with twitch just very recently as a lot of streamers as pokemon as tim the Tatman, you know as all these these big streamers did 
it could be something in that new contract that's breached somewhere you know we don't yeah. know but there's a lot of dramatics happening um and i think twitch know that because something as big as the dock being banned isn't going to go unnoticed um but we just have to wait and see you know and i would just encourage anybody listening to not buy into everything you read on twitter because i would bet that a lot of it will cyber's be... gonna come to your house and fuck you up <laughs> <laughs> i would bet that a lot of it will Dream. be will be um made to seem a lot more extravagant and you know uh crazy than it may end up being but we just have to wait and see what happens um and we can't make any judgments till then yeah putting like personal feelings aside it's it's going to be a huge bombshell whatever it is because ultimately he he is in the mainstream now he is being reported on by a lot of like huge outlets cnn even put something out recently about like obviously his huge following is now being banned mm -hmm. it's going to be interesting to see how that directly affects us moving forward because we've we've seen adpocalypses before on on youtube luckily enough nothing has came to twitch but one of the huge successes of twitch is ads you know that makes them a shitload of money and if you have a scandal as big as this that has the potential to be following into this me too movement i am terrified on how that's going to affect every other streamer mm -hmm. on this platform. yeah it's going to have huge repercussions um, depending on what it is. And m reserve judgment until the facts come out. Don't, don't try and follow the rabbit hole down Twitter and, and see all the wild conspiracy theories. Like somebody made a um, Dr. Disrespect's profile on one of these uh, like lower-end um, streaming platforms. And it's like, oh my god, he's going here, and it's like, no, just somebody fucking yeah made a profile yeah, like a just lot of, it. lot of trolls like out there just try baiting for reaction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but anyway, on that point, we have a couple of quick questions from chat. I want to kind of run through um before we we finish up here. Uh, the first one was from uh, Aurelian, uh, or as we know her as Wolfie. Uh, she was asking for each of us, do we tell people in real life that we stream, or is it still an awkward conversation to have? what's your guys I thoughts? personally wear that that badge is a fucking pride of honor you know like i've i pump hours into my streaming and it's something that i'm not ashamed is probably the wrong words but i like if somebody says oh what you up to i'll be like oh i'm streaming and when when they say what the fuck is streaming i take huge pride in actually educating them and then i would say 99 percent of the time they're like that's that's pretty fucking cool like like yep. I, I might actually tune in and watch you once so you know it's not my thing but hey i'll like i'll stop by or show me something that you, you've actually done there, there is a lot of kind of you stream like fucking nerd you know you, the, there's a lot of boomers out there that that don't appreciate <laughs> the the actual internet sensation that they have in front of them you know these fuckers that type with one finger at a time hey um <laughs> I mean, come on it's a, it's, it's a fact why like, would you watch someone else play video games when you could just play uh, them yourself yourself why do you watch people playing football when you could fucking play it yourself you know that's not the same <laughs> i i think for me it totally depends on who i'm talking to so like a friend of mine yesterday i was talking to and you know we we're i was explaining like you know what i've been up to with the, the downtime with um 
self-isolation and quarantine and all that stuff. And I said, it, for me, it's been a fantastic opportunity to pursue streaming, you know, to see what it would look like full time. And, uh, and they were like, wanted to know more about it. And they were excited to hear about it. And I was excited to talk about it. And then counterpoint that with, uh, I, I tweeted this the other day, uh, after Father's Day, but I, I'm, I'll be 37 the end of this year. And my dad asked me last (laughs) December, this past Christmas, um, if I had any hobbies point like any hobbies like not specifically pertaining to games <laughs> like it was a there was a quiet time in the room we were both sitting like by the fireplace and he was like you know i never really asked do you, do you have any hobbies my dad is 78 i'm almost 40 and he just asked me if i had hobbies <laughs> like i can't i can't tell him that i'm like into streaming because i will fucking break his brain trying to explain what the internet is much less like what streaming is um, so I think depending on who I'm talking to, sometimes I'm really proud to be like, yeah, like I'm into this thing. And other times I'm like, nah, I'm a librarian. Not even <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Sometimes it's not even worth it. I mean, cause so like for me, uh, I have like where I live and kind of people who I hang out, there's only like really a few people that like are my age or around my age that play games, understand Twitch or, you know, understand streaming. So I don't really have to like explain to them how it works or why it works or why I do it or whatever. Um, But like the people at the industry I work with, they're all old. I was the first person when I got hired at my job, I was the first person they hired in like years. And 90% of the people I work with are retirement age or getting to retirement. Mm. One finger typers, everybody. And so when it's like, I'm like, they found out that someone told them, I was like, oh, this is Josh streaming or something like that. And they're like, why? Why do you, why do you, uh, why are you streaming? Why do you, people watch you play video games? Yeah. Yep. That's why they're there. They're there just to watch me play video games. That's it. That's the only reason. Yep. You're absolutely right. Like it's, it's not even worth my time. Oh, my mother-in-law. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't even want <laughs> every conversation. She's just like, she's just like, she just doesn't get it. She does not get it at all. And she's just like, oh, you've been playing your video games again? <sighs> yes, Pam. Uh, I play my video games less time than you're on your phone. So how about you <laughs> stop judging and leave me the fuck alone? <laughs> yeah. Well, and the irony, too, is that, like, there's more um, with with <clears throat> smartphones being smartphones and tablets um, being so ubiquitous now. There are more people in our society worldwide gaming than ever before people are gaming all the time uh but there's still a disconnect between you know playing a mobile app you know and obviously i'm not equating to like candy crush to say destiny or you know like farmville to you know like a final fantasy like obviously they're not the same they're not even in the same wheelhouse or the same atmosphere but People are gaming. More people are gaming than ever before. And it it does sometimes feel strange to not be comfortable fully fully having those conversations with people. Or when you get pushback and they're like, so you're doing that? That's what you're doing? Weird. And it's just like, yo, you've been fucking playing Candy Crush all day on your subway ride to work. Like, it's not weird. It's just you're doing it in a communal atmosphere. Um, I think that for a lot of people, there just isn't historical precedent for it unless you're of a certain generation. And it it really kind of boils down to that. Um, I think any to anyone in their 20s or under, it probably seems pretty normal. Um, I would imagine that for you know people in the 30s and 40s, it's kind of like, oh, 
oh yeah okay cool and then like beyond that it might be harder to explain but um but i mean even even our parents you know are are playing games um whether they realize it or not oh actually it's funny <laughs> so like my i have i've uh, uh my nephews they're they're old they're like 10 plus around the kind of that age frame and so they play a lot of minecraft uh and they'll watch people play minecraft and my mom told them to be like oh you know your uncle josh he uh he streams They're like oh what kind of games he plays oh he plays like shooter games and uh so my mom my mom she follows me on twitter <laughs> on twitter That's me <laughs> and and cyber she thinks cyber's cute <laughs> oh. <laughs> she told me, she's like oh he's cute and then follows him <laughs> Anywho, she knows but she got she got to go. This is what we talk about when we say diversify your platforms. Yeah. You gotta, it's not about moving to Twitch or, or or Facebook or YouTube. Like sometimes you just gotta get in good with somebody's, you know. Mom. Mom. <laughs> I mean, does she have a pool that needs cleaning? You know, like. Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> And she so she she gets a lot she she tells me a story she's like yeah so I got this live notification you know that you you were live and she told my nephew she's like hey Josh is live you want to check him out and he was like oh yeah yeah and so they get on the laptop and they pull me up and it was like the beginning of the stream so like it was just kind of like that just chatting type thing and it, she said it was like thirty seconds and he's like he's just talking I'm done <laughs> <laughs> yeah isn't he gonna dance more <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm kind she of. She didn't have to warn him. She's like, you know, your uncle Josh, he cuts, he says a lot of bad words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of in the same That's boat. Why you've got like, the... <clears throat> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm in the same boat as like yourself, Humps, where like most of the people I work with generally don't seem to get it, and I don't want to get into it and try and explain um, what it is. Um, and I'm sure like my wife is sick of hearing about Twitch and everything like that. Um, which is one of the reasons I want to do. What do you mean? I know, right? But like, she has to hear about it all the time, right? like all the time. Uh, that's one of the reasons I wanted to do this whole podcast is because we can sit and openly talk about Twitch and the things that we do and what we find interesting. Um, and you know, we're doing it on Twitch, so people can relate and everyone knows what uh, what we're talking about. And it's one of the 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 highlights of my week being able to get on here and talk about these kind of things because I don't get to talk about it as much in real life you know if i was a a football guy i could go to work and talk about football all day um you know i don't get to do that with my hobby as much because people oh people arsenal don't they really walk it in yeah oh did you see that <laughs> shocking display last night you know <laughs> like it's uh it's you know it's it's a hobby but it's i think nowadays much much more uh widespread but i mean even like people ask because i'll sometimes say at work like oh yeah like i'm I'm busy tonight. Like, what are you doing? Oh, you know, like oh, I'm streaming. And they're like, what's that? I'm like, well, have you heard of Ninja? And they're like, nope. And I'm like, well, there's no point. And let's just move on. Yeah. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, like, <laughs> because I feel like that whole thing did blow up to the mainstream a lot more. And a lot of people do know about Ninja. Um, fucking, I had a dude from my a job I used to have years ago. And this is kind of funny. I literally got a message off from yesterday. Not spoken to him in a long, long time. And the message just said, Hey man, I heard your your pal Doctor Disrespect got banned. What's that all about? <laughs> and I was like, he, like he remembers that we had this conversation, and like he's an older guy, he doesn't really understand Twitch, but he remembers Doctor Disrespect, and he saw a headline and he messaged me, and I think that's awesome. But it's it still is a kind of a weird subject to some people. But no, I'm very proud of it, and you know the people that do understand, um, being able to have a conversation about it is 
honestly it's like anyone people love talking about their hobbies you know it's funny how some people like get one takeaway and that's the thing that they remember about you yeah like there's a dude <laughs> there's a dude who um i know who lives in philly he's he's a fucking great guy but he's he's such a weird weird guy on top of that but i only see him he's a friend of a friend and i see him at social functions sometimes and like he always asks me the same question because he only remembers one thing about me so like i work at a library and I used to run a D&D weekly uh, uh, like role play group for kids at the library. And so he, for years, would be like, yo, what's up? Like, and this is exactly how he talks. Uh, he's like, he's like, yo, what's up? How's the role playing going? And I'm like, that's oh, going pretty good, OB. And he's like, cool, cool. And then he would just kind of stare at me. And he's like, you role play anything recently like he doesn't he doesn't care. i mean he's like being very polite and like trying to create small talk but like he just remembers the one thing about me um and i i think that's really that's funny funny that like you and dr disrespect if he only remembered one thing about you it's that your buddies are <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think it's, it's fantastic because i think i used dr disrespect to explain twitch a little bit i like watch look at this yeah. this is like kind of what people do right i don't know i just thought it was really really funny um the other topic last question um we've got which we can just quickly blast through um is somebody asked do we think the whole mixer shutdown situation is going to affect microsoft in terms of sales with the new xbox um because of obviously the link between microsoft and, and mixer do we think that's going to have any impact on on that the word on the street is one of the reasons why Mixer shut down was because they didn't want to promote the new um, system that they had on Mixer, knowing the limited amount of eyes that would be on it. So they mm. they saw Mixer, if, if they invested in this new console and put it on that platform, it would not do very well. So obviously you need, you need to kind of take away from that and and think is, is that the main reason why it shut down because mixer as a whole was kind of a console platform you know there was a lot of xbox players and there was an integration where you could stream directly through uh, your xbox on a mixer if you went onto the xbox homepage, mixer was there you know it was a huge thing um like just reading terps uh answer uh, question sorry i think it will in the terms of would you as a mixer streamer buy their products i know it's not mixer it's microsoft knowing what they've done in the past like something in the back of my mind if, if a company kind of tarnished their name and they brought out a new product i would be like that i mean i might buy it later on in the line but there would be a kind of something in my head that would necessarily instantly do it if i was a mixer partner you know there's a new xbox fuck yeah i'm gonna get that i'm gonna promote the shit out of it shit they just closed the doors i might not get it now mm. you know agreed well and i think wolfie made an interesting point too which is uh, she said xbox is going to be harder to stream from unless they incorporate twitch because mixer you know was heavily intertwined with xbox so it's like are are they gonna have what, what will that even look like in in the fall and the winter when these consoles come out will there be a broadcast option and if so like are they intentionally gonna avoid 
having Twitch integration, would they do YouTube integration instead? Like, I don't think they have to because now they, that they're, I mean, they not, certainly don't they're have not a to. competitor anymore. Yeah, they're they're not competing against Twitch. So if they're they have nothing going against Twitch, I don't see why Twitch is like, yeah, we'll run some ads. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't, yeah. I think it was. Oh, I, I don't, I don't think, think Twitch would care, but I would. No, would Microsoft care? <clears throat> no, no. I, I don't think. I don't think it's going to hurt Microsoft sales and Xbox sales at all. Really, no. I mean, for I, as I small as Mixer was, I mean, those are. That is a. Uh, you know, some Condi level of of advertisement. You know what I mean? Go Very on. small amount. Um, All right, so that was the podcast. Thank you so much for coming back. <laughs> I wondered where you were going. I was getting like closer to my seat, and then I like I, I picked it up, and I was like, oh. as usual, Condi cuts it short. Um, that's, uh... <laughs> I, I agree. I think Ginger mentioned it in chat here as well that you know most off the street Xbox consumers probably don't know about Mixer, and oh, yeah. therefore probably uh, wouldn't have an impact. It is thrown in their faces every single time that they log on. Like, yeah, but that doesn't mean they know what it is. And it doesn't mean that they're a, a consumer of the content on Mixer. You know, no, just true. because it's there and then suddenly it's not there, is oh, that going to have a... FIFA? Yeah, exactly. No, you got you to you think that just the, the sheer amount of people that own Xboxes or just game in general, the higher percentage of all gaming communities are sitting on your couch playing video games exactly. it is not in the streaming world there is for as big as streaming is it is way bigger just to chill on your couch and play some games none of them give two shits what's going on they have no <laughs> idea what mixer did or does they may or may not know who ninja and dr disrespect are they're playing last of us part two on their couch that's what they're doing so their numbers aren't going to be their xbox users at all Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that amazing argument until that last bit. I was just <laughs> pick another, pick an Xbox exclusive. I don't know. I don't Halo. Have an Xbox. Halo. Here's a war. <laughs> yeah, I think the reality too. was that like, Microsoft were propping up. Like, there was all the talk as well when Shroud and Ninja went over, especially Ninja, about like the next Halo release and the next Xbox release and all of that. Like, they're going to use that to push up Mixer. I always felt like it was. They were always trying to write the scales where they were maybe hoping that Xbox's popularity would lift Mixer up. I think the yeah. loss of Mixer is definitely not going to do any harm to how Xbox will do overall. Yep, agreed. Good point. <clears throat> and then we had one final question, which I think we can answer fairly quickly, um, which was regarding um, YouTube streaming. And, you know, I guess there's like a <clears throat> there's a, an understanding or a thought that YouTube have this great power and if they were to kind of really focus hard on live streaming then they may be uh, a force to be reckoned with in the streaming world what's our kind of thoughts on that do we agree disagree i agree <laughs> and disagree at the same time uh, it's it's heavily impacted on the way that the world works like right now if you if you look at the controversies that are surrounding twitch uh, surrounding Dr. Disrespect's silence on his ban. Um, if, if a platform rises up and, and holds Twitch accountable and doesn't like the response that they get, you could potentially have a mass exodus of a, a large part of the community. But it's it's also heavily impacted on 
nah, I, you know, whatever. You know, I, I don't want to go to YouTube. You know, the, the well, that's, shit. That's, I think part of what Twitch is going to hedge its bets on, if that if it should ever come to that, I'm not saying Twitch will be so bold but uh, as, to, as to say it openly, but I think they're going to hedge their bets on the fact that where will people go? Where will we go? Yeah, you could you could you could be outraged by something, but like, if you pull out, where are you going? Are you you gonna go to Facebook? I'm not saying that they would be so flippant as to make that their attitude, but I mean like <laughs> that's one way to look at it. Exactly. Because like, even if they even if they're uh you know trying their very best and they're and they're doing it with some amount of stoicism and they're 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 trying but fucking up in some way, um, and then people are unhappy. Where will people go? I mean, people already don't want to go to a platform. Facebook gaming is not where people want to be. At like, viewers and streamers have been like vocal about that. So YouTube, I mean, you could go to YouTube, but it's a whole different kind of atmosphere. Um, I, I think right now, again, that's that's why I was thinking earlier in in the podcast, like this is the best thing that could happen to Twitch because it will probably also help them weather any sort of storm that they hit mm -hmm. in the future. Because yeah something bad could come out something bad could happen we could we could hear that there was like an all hands call that was recorded with like shareholders or staff or something and somebody said something fucked up but like let's say that happens where will you go yeah there there just isn't there's a finite number of platforms right now and some of these like small micro platforms you're not you could you could continue it as a hobby but you're not going to continue financially as a career streaming mm -hmm. on those platforms so like your choices are limited, and I think they know that. And I don't. I'm not going to suggest that there's they they would be haughty about it. Like, oh, <laughs> go on, find another platform, fucker. Like they're not. <laughs> that's that's not going to be their attitude. But I mean, that's kind of a reality right now. Yeah, <clears throat> I think I, I think YouTube holds a tremendous amount of of power because they have so many eyes, and YouTube is so unbelievably diverse. You can find almost any small niche community on youtube um whether that's into irl side of things uh, art music video games um everything and if they were to i mean personally i don't i'm not a fan of the youtube streaming um the the only stream that ever pops up on, on mine is like pewdiepie because i subscribe to him for his videos but i don't ever click on his live streams personally i just i go to youtube for on-demand video content and I use it for an obscene amount of hours a day watching YouTube content, right? I love it. If they really did focus hard on the streaming thing, I think they could be um, a force to be reckoned with because they already have such a huge amount of, of eyes. And, you know, one of the strengths of Twitch is that it's got all these different communities. It's got a creative section and it's got IRL and it's got art and it's it's got music and it has all these different little niche areas but so does YouTube, and I would guess that YouTube has those communities in larger numbers. And if they really double down on the streaming side of it, they could probably compete with Twitch. I mean, we've seen Twitch try to bring on-demand video into the 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 Twitch sphere, right? They they brought in VOD content. They wanted you to upload videos to Twitch. Nobody did it, so they scrapped it. Right? But that was their attempt of getting into that. I don't think anyone can ever really rival YouTube in terms of on-demand video content the way that YouTube have it. They have no competitors, as far as I'm aware, right? And I don't know, with some tweaks and some, some you know, some of that Google money. Well, there's one thing that I think would put them 
very closely behind Twitch, and that's the user experience. Mm-hmm. If they could change the UI to be very similar to a lot of Twitch's content, you know, you, you went there and things were familiar, um, things were easy to find, the, the user experience, whether you were typing or just watching, was a lot easier than what it is right now. Things that feel familiar usually have a better like process of you accepting things. So if YouTube fixes just a small tweak to the UI, I think that would migrate a lot of people to at least taking one one chance, one opportunity to check it out. <laughs> Not miss the chance right. to blow. Mom's right? gay. And <laughs> I was actually singing in my head while I was saying that. I was like, don't say the next don't say the next verse. All it takes is one person to go, I'm gonna check this out once. And if they like it, you know, you you've got those those two things on the balance. You've got I know Twitch, but I kinda like what YouTube's doing right now. You know, I'm I might check out one stream like every month or whatever. Let's say PewDiePie does a charity thing. I'm gonna watch him on, on YouTube. And then that that one viewer is completely taken away from Twitch. The the thing is, YouTube is a, a platform that everyone's familiar with anyway already. It's more of a hard sell to go, hey, come over to Mixer if you're on Twitch. If if you're not on Mixer every day, you don't know. I'm on YouTube every day. I'm familiar with the website. If 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 Mixer was still alive right now, which I, I it is, but which right, it is. ignore yeah. the fact that it's <laughs> shutting down. Right, if Mixer was still there and Twitch is there and Twitch disappeared. YouTube would be my next step, a hundred percent, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. YouTube would be my my backup. You, you... But see, that's the, just a, that's your def that's the default because it's there. The thing is, their streaming side of things, they haven't put really any effort into stream. They're just like, no. yeah, you can stream on YouTube. Here's a TOS type of thing, but that's uh, it. And the thing is, like, these aren't just people hanging out. You know, YouTube's not just made up of people like, oh, this might work. This, they've got professional people that do this for a living and doing analytics static uh you know stats and stuff and they're figuring all this stuff out they know if they put the money into it they could compete with twitch there are there they there's they're probably crunching numbers and be like is it worth the time and if they haven't done it yet it's not worth the time for them it's not worth the investment of making youtube streaming a viable competitor for twitch right now it's just like youtube stuff and you know yeah you can also stream on here if you want to we'll allow it but they just it's obviously it's obviously because they've been the streaming side's been around long enough it's obviously not something that in their uh business plan is worth the effort of and finances to make it better this is the state of mixer right now is that on the front page of mixer Yep. (laughs) Moving to Twitch. Moving to Twitch. Moving to Twitch. Twitch. A blank screen. (laughs) Are they just running 24-hour streams with their Twitch link? That makes a lot of sense. exactly what they're doing right now. That makes a ton of sense. What's Mixer going to do? Nothing. (laughs) Probably don't give a uh, shit right now. Uh, You're no longer a partner. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um... I just yeah sorry what were you saying Jared? Follow up on what Humps was saying was about um YouTube like crunching the numbers there was something at the last end of the last financial year where Fwiz uh, was talking about it because obviously he's can't remember his exact position in YouTube but he's got a major decision making role and as he said 
you like talked about the percentages of content watched on YouTube live versus um, on demand. And there's still like such a majorly overwhelming majority that watch on demand and like analytics, like a slight insight into their breakdown of how people consume content and stuff like that. And I think it was a bit more reinforcing into what you were saying, Humps, where it really is just a case of YouTube is already doing so well and so much of the, like their audience is watching on-demand content that he sort of, the way he sort of inclined about it was and intonated about it was, we're going to keep investing in on-demand majorly, mm-hmm. but we have seen like this percentage of growth in the live content, which I think was from something like single figures percent to maybe nearing 10% of their watch times. So he was like, if this does continue to grow, this will be something we'll look into, but. See, that's think, the yeah, thing. That's what they're probably waiting on. If there was yeah. a big influx of like, you know shroud ninja dr disrespect whoever like a bunch of big people like no no we're down for youtube that's when they're like all right let's dial this up pumping the money let's get this thing going that's what it would take i think yeah. for for unless because they're just waiting right now they're just like you know gradual growth there's no well, gear there but they're still making moves i mean they they obviously took a contract with courage jd from what i understand right, he's true, been true. doing very well they just signed this exclusivity yeah. with pewdiepie which is a no-brainer, right? He's the, the biggest single creator on the platform. That was to keep him. That yeah, was to keep but him. he had that deal with DLive, which obviously expired, and they just signed him, you know, to, to an exclusive streaming deal on YouTube. I, I do think it's clear that they're investing some money into it, um, but we'll have to wait and see how how it turns out. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Yeah, like I think, uh, as I said, a UI cleanup and more investment in that place could really, really blow up. Like, YouTube's live streaming service could really, really compete. It's just a case of, do they feel they need to fill that niche now? Mm. But all starting to roll. It might be interesting to see what happens with that in the next year or two. Especially with things like Mixer shutting down. Maybe audiences will start to move over. People are becoming, and as we've spoken about already, more aware of diversifying themselves. That could be a future avenue that's going to get a lot bigger. Yep. Yeah. Uh, just to highlight something that Grog said, like Mixer shutting down is can only be beneficial for every other streaming platform. And and the reason why I, I think that's 100% accurate is in the history of streaming content, no company has forced their viewers to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. They, they consumed a, a, a lot of hours on, on Mixer, and those hours probably won't go away. They'll just go somewhere else. You know, if, if Mixer shut it, like shut down i wouldn't necessarily go well you know what fuck it you know i'm never gonna watch a live stream again yeah well who where are my favorite streamers going i'm gonna follow them and i'm gonna continue to watch that content there um it's gonna be interesting to see like grog hit hit the nail on the head there's gonna be a huge influx of viewers and streamers on this platform it's gonna be interesting to see how twitch can actually manage that influx uh, it would be interesting from a personal side to actually understand how much investment, time, and resources uh, they'll need to put into that. It, it benefits everybody. It, it really does. It sucks that it happens. It sucks that a lot of these, these streamers were impacted when they heavily relied on, on the monetary um, investment that they put into streaming on that platform. But I think everyone's going to benefit eventually. Um, and it, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see where it actually takes us. Yeah, I, I've had people from Mixer, um, come to my Twitch channel 
and go, oh, I've never been here before. I remember you. Like, I'm going to give you a follow. They hung out for the rest of the stream. It, it, it goes to show exactly what I've just said. It's, it's going to help everybody. It really is. Yeah. Well, on that note, I think that about wraps it up. <clears throat> um, so let's do our sign-offs. Uh, Cyber, where can everyone find you? And what do you want to plug? What you got coming up? You can find me on Twitch, uh, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube on uh, the Cyber Project. Uh, I will be streaming later. Uh, probably going to be playing some Warzone if anyone is down. Come on. Uh, you know you will. Come on. Yep. Uh, I, <laughs> Do gonna, it. Yes, yes. Do it. Do I'm going to be eating some uh, charcuterie and uh, playing with a ferret first, and then I'm going to be streaming. So I eventually will get my YouTube video out once I... Uh, Get the motivation to actually finish it awesome cool uh grog where can everyone find you um you can find me on twitch at uh, just underscore grog j-u-s-t <clears throat> underscore g-r-o-g um i'm on twitter at gamer underscore grog um i have a youtube account as well same name uh, as the re well, same name as the twitch just underscore grog uh i desperately need to upload content and i say that every <laughs> week <laughs> Uh, so maybe next week will be different. I don't know. Um, right now, streams are going to be a little wonky. I'm going to stream today, this afternoon, and then I'm probably um, going to be missing... I hate to say it, but like this whole next week, I won't be able to stream because of home issues and house construction and work stuff and whatever. But um, I'm hoping that within the next like three weeks or so, things will get back to normal. Cool. Hope so, man. Hope so. Um, <clears throat> Humps, what about yourself? You can find me on Twitch at Sir Humps, Twitter, Sir Humps underscore, Instagram, Sir Humps, and your boy made a TikTok, Sir yeah, Humps on TikTok. Hey, why are you not following me? <laughs> 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 um, I need to go check that. I'll be streaming uh, Monday, Wednesday. I work uh, this weekend, so I won't have a Friday or weekend stream, but I'll be on Monday and Wednesday. You can check me out. Awesome. Thank you. And uh, Java. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at JavaMonkey underscore. Uh, Twitter on JavaMonkey underscore. The underscore is key to the brand. You can find me in Discord. And uh, you can probably also find me somewhere in most of your favorite games being terrible and rambling like an idiot. So that's where you'll be able to locate me. Awesome, thank you. Uh, and I'm Condifly. You can find me twitch.tv slash Condifly, <clears throat> youtube.com slash Condifly, TikTok and Twitter. Twitter has an extra Y on the end because reasons. And uh, yeah, what I mean, reasons? my, huh? Well, yeah, uh, listen <laughs> listen to old podcast episodes and, and, and it's covered. Um, I have not been uploading as much YouTube stuff lately. I'm back to the day job now as well. So uh, the full-time dream is over for, for a while. Um, but I am going to be working on some stuff, maybe looking at hiring an editor or something. I don't know, but we need more YouTube content. So I'm working on it. Um, my streams have also been kind of light because of work, um, but I'm, I'm making some plans this coming week. I really am feeling another 12-hour civilization sesh with Java here, but we'll work something Hell out. Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you very much. Most importantly, guys, if you're listening on audio, come by the stream. We stream most Sundays, um, and it is just twitch.tv slash zero strategy podcast. Uh, follow the Twitter, 
twitter.com slash zero strategy pod and we have a youtube channel as well if you search zero strategy podcast you'll find us um we make other videos on there too we have one that i believe kibbles was editing and then there was some sort of disaster and he lost it and had to start again but we are we do have videos coming soon um so make sure and check that out if you've been watching in the live chat thank you very much every week is an absolute pleasure to discuss all these things with you to see your takes to see you offering each other support and, and uh, advice and answering questions is amazing thank you very much for that uh this has been a long one this week uh this is like the longest show we've done in a, a while um but thank you very much for that um we didn't i didn't really have much of a plan but <laughs> i think we had some, <laughs> some not good so, conversations you yeah you we went over this you don't have to tell them you know we didn't really have a plan i'll cut this out don't worry i'll cut it out in the edit right it's fine um that's why you want to be here live <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh so um if you are now watching we have to eliminate the audience that's watching <laughs> <laughs> i would never do that don't worry guys you're safe i'll keep you safe from grog um we are gonna go and raid someone so if you are watching live stream stick around for that it's always a pleasure to uh to see these raids um we'll be back next week i presume thank you very very much for your time guys uh, and we'll see you next time take it easy bye bye bye